This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Bacon Sale. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here. Huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction. Bacon Sale Podcast. We do what we must because we can. For the good of all of us, except the times we are dead. Leaving Joel for Cruz was a very big mistake. The Jacob twist turned out to be just cake. When the terror is done, screaming killed everyone except us. Yeah, we are still alive. <laughs> uh, Kate, you don't know how glad I was that made me that you said that oh, you sang yeah. that song. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the timing is a little off, but I got there. Yeah, hey, it's a, okay. She's a robot. She's got perfect timing. She's a real potato um, of a song. And welcome to our portal show. We're going to be discussing Portal <laughs> for the next hour. I'm in. It's my favorite I game totally be of in. all time. Dude, you, you don't realize, though, that threw me back. Like, it really was like I yeah. started hearing that. It was like, whoo, back to... 2000s. Yeah, we're still alive, guys. Yeah, we're still alive. alive. Wow. Wow. Welcome to Bacon Cell. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. And thank you for listening to our last show, the the final show of the Halloween season. It's yeah. a real bummer. Honestly, I don't remember much about it. Yeah. Uh, that night, it was just like, all of a sudden, it was Wednesday. It was weird. I yeah. don't know what happened. But strange, I just have but, a strange urge to drive my car. I feel like I was robbed of that opportunity. And, yeah, and I, I have know. a strange urge for lengua tacos. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was really weird. We came back and social media attacked us immediately. It's yeah. strange. No, but I think people seem, harassment. And, and people seem to enjoy whatever happened. We're not quite sure, but people seem to enjoy it. Yeah. So, oh, well, there we go. I'll go back and listen to that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just going to say, good job, Kent. So I, I don't know. Something. I don't know why. I was in the fetal I, position crying, so I, you're welcome. I feel the same thing. I feel uh, uh, compelled to tell you, good job, Kent. Uh, I'm sorry for everything. I feel guilty. <laughs> it's the second time I've died trying to save you. <laughs> but we also do want to mention, uh, and this ties in with our last show, because we actually have a special behind-the-scenes show. You've heard about the Snyder Cut, right? Like, you're yes. excited for the Snyder Cut? This is better. This is... This is the previous show with mouth sound effects. The, this the is... Fictional true crime show with mouth noises. What does that mean, Kent? Release the mouth sounds cut? Is that what we're <laughs> going thought, with? I thought we were just calling it mouth cut because it sounds sinister. Oh, yeah. That, no, mouth sounds cut. Mouth sounds cut. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's everything uh, without, like, the added special effects or music. creepy voices. It's us making all the sounds. Yeah. Um, yeah. Should, could we give a preview right now? <laughs> yeah. So it's basically it's it's what we were doing kind of live on the spot, trying yes. to do the scratch track of what's gonna Kent's gonna put in later. It, and this is available now for every patron from tier three on up. Yes. For three dollars a month uh, on Patreon.com/slash Bacon Cell, you can get access to these extra shows that we record mm-hmm. occasionally. Yeah. And uh, then this mouth cut and a couple other behind the scenes stuff as you go up. In fact, we have uh, not a new patron, but uh, an upgraded patron. Yes, no, we you do. do that. Plot Twist Media. Thank you, hey, Plot Twist is Media. Now on I am the listener tier, which means they're gonna get their name read at the end of the show. It also means they get access to kind of behind the scenes features. It means they get to at least suggest an idea for a show and perhaps come on the show. Yeah, and we've been a guest on their show before. They actually just released uh, their Nightmare Before Christmas episode. Oh, that we did like two years ago, right? Yeah, that we did yeah. with them where it was a competition between you, me, and Lara. And uh, Aaron did a wonderful quiz about it. And they just wanted to harass you about Nightmare Before Christmas. They really did. Yes. And they released it during Christmas time before, which is why it's funny <laughs> that they released it during Halloween time now. But yeah, uh, I was going to say they're, they're great people, a fun podcast. Go Absolutely. Check it out. But uh, that's not what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today, Zach? We are going to throw it back to the 2000s with a one-hit wonder bracket. 
Now I'm yes. excited. Earlier this season, we did a 2000s band bracket. Yes, an alternative rock Yes, it was, yes, it was bracket. a lot of fun. Yeah. And we, we've done an 80s one-hit wonder bracket. We've done a 90s one-hit wonder bracket. And now we're going to take on the 2000s. And some of these songs were kind of hard for you to remember. But we have, Zach has created a yeah. Spotify playlist that we're going to post on BaconCell.com. So you can go listen to all these songs and understand what we're talking about when we talk about these songs. We're going to do our best to, to convey it by singing yeah. and playing <laughs> tracks. But if you want to hear all the songs... Most I was gonna say we got all clean versions. Version all clean from, versions. Um, some of them are, it, are a different, like yeah, maybe we, not the version you heard was, on the radio. We try to keep it family friendly. Like, we had to cut a few songs out because there's a lot of rap and R&B in here, and they're a little bit nasty. I didn't I didn't know the lyrics on some of those when we put them in. So. <laughs> I just thought it was about some sorts of candy. Yeah, but if you go there, you can. If you go to uh, if you go to bakingcell.com, you can find the link to our Spotify playlist where you can enjoy all these hits that may take you back because it's kind of weird. It takes me back to my college days. Mm-hmm. Zach, when does it take you back? 10 to 20. We're talking formative teenage years. So, uh, a lot of these are during my high school time. So when Kent and I were doing the 90s bracket and just bathing in the nostalgia, yeah. this is your 90s bracket. Oh, man. It, mine's way worse. Except for the music <laughs> is much worse than the oh, 90s bracket. Oh, so much worse. This I actually didn't know a lot of these songs in honesty, and I'll tell you which songs exactly, uh-huh. because this is when I just deviated from the radio completely right and so and a lot of these i don't i don't know at all yeah you mentioned that when you had your um 2000s rock band one rock yeah. band earlier this year yeah and i uh, see i didn't even have the opportunity i was still in discovery and i at this time decided to discover other years of music i think i mentioned on our, our soundtrack of our live show the last one we did with Jacob. Like the 80s yeah I, I i looked at older music because i just really didn't like what was happening granted i mean there's still good music and good hits but uh some of these i'm like oh I was I had the right idea. <laughs> and for me, like I embrace the mainstream. I mm-hmm. enjoy it. I knew almost all these, but there was a handful where I completely didn't know them at all. And it's because of what we call black hole songs, where I was out of the country. Yeah. I was serving a religious mission. I didn't hear a lot of popular music at the time. And so some of these I had no concept of, but I played the playlist for my wife. I said, Let me let me play for these these couple that I have no idea what they are, but they're on all these lists for one eight wonders. And she knew almost all of them. Wow. wow. It, was, it was insane. Like she normally is not that good at, at recognizing music so quickly, but she was picking up on them so fast. Basically, these are songs you'd all hear on a Now That's What I Call Music 94. Yeah. Uh, this These are all meant to be... 94 well, meeting in the 2000s, but the 94th version of it. Yeah, the 94th yeah. version. Yeah. They're tacky for the most part. Most one-hit wonders are. Yes. Well, but I think this is a particular time in history where... It lends itself to being even more tacky. Yeah. Yeah. And we tried to get, I mean, I, I combed through a ton of lists. Mm-hmm. We, we talked about it. We worked together. I looked, I tried to get empirical ones, then personal ones. But so, of course, we're not going to have every single one hit wonder ever because we only have 64 slots on our bracket, right. which you can also get at BaconCell.com. You can download a bracket and play with your friends with all these one hit wonders. But we're not going to have all your favorites, maybe, or oh. maybe missing one or two. I'll mm-hmm. break your hearts now. Paris Hilton is not on this list. She <sighs> didn't make the cut. Ugh. I'm sorry, cuz. She's going to be final four. Yeah, <laughs> she was going to be. <laughs> so yeah, we may leave some out. Please forgive us for that or don't because sometimes you just get mad at us for no reason because we're going to make you mad. Because <laughs> the way this works is we have a bracket. Yeah. We're going to be doing a little contest here. Single elimination. And it is best of three. So if it gets two votes, it advances, even if one of us doesn't agree with that. And these votes that we're going to be giving are 33% performance, 33% presence in the 2000s, and uh, longevity as well, and then 34% personal taste. I followed that exactly, Joel. Yeah, so do we. I'm apparently. just saying, we try, to, we try to be objective about this and say, well, this one had you know more airplay, this one had you know more sales, this one's still around. 
But then also there's that little personal touch that's going to... Yeah, yeah, there may be hills to die on or songs that we just find so tacky we may want to eliminate quickly. <laughs> yes. So shall we start eliminating quickly? <laughs> Let's start. First up, we have... Oh, okay. <laughs> Joel's so ready. He's... Who let, who the, let dog the dog out? Oh, I knew who, it was going to happen. Who, 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 who. And Tipsy. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. You shouldn't breathe like that during COVID time. <laughs> oh, sorry, everybody. That's true. Uh, sorry, so, everybody. Yes. Who let dogs out by Baja Men. Tipsy by Jay Kwan. Yes. Um, I sincerely thought this was Baja Boys. And oh. then I, for a second, I was like, oh, they grew up. Or I something. thought it was Baja Blast. <laughs> Yum. Toilet water music. No, you stop right that. here. It feels like it. One of the things I like to look up whenever I do these one hit wonder bands is I like to look up how many studio albums they have. Oh, good. Because they're one hit wonders. Yeah. Baja men have been around since 1977. Like that's how long their group has been active. Oh, mm-hmm. And they have they like 12 studio albums. What? They rotate through people or this something? This single was on their ninth album. Yeah. And it's a cover too. Yeah. So it was given to them. And they said, make it big. That That's a good sound. And apparently they did because they would have just remained unknown. Well, and if you go listen, it's by Ansem Douglas. It's A-N-S-L-E-M Douglas and titled Doggy. That's what the original song is called. It sounds very much like this one, but without the dance beat, without that drum bass in there. Yeah. And I think that's really what kind of made it a well, big that's hit. the driving factor of the song. So I want to talk about success for both of these songs. Because I'm going to go off. When I just say Billboard, I mean Billboard Top 100. Because that here hot, in the hot U.S., 100, the Hot 100. Yeah, Hot 100, yes. It, that is the main chart. Yes. Like you can go alt rock. You can go mainstream rock or mm-hmm. country. But for the U.S., that is the one that everyone looks to. It's like the New York Times bestseller. And most all these charted on the Billboard Hot 100. Yes. Like we'll give a few exceptions. Yeah. So Who Let the Dogs Out hit only number 40. Yeah. Which so, is weird because it was such a very weird omnipresent song. Elsewhere in the world, like it hit number one in Australia, New Zealand, and then top 10 in many other countries. Tipsy got number two on yeah. Billboard and it was it spent 14 weeks on the chart. Would have been number one if not for Usher's. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, really, we have little John to thank for that song. Now, let's go. I don't want to spend too much time on this. OK. Because, I mean, who let dogs out was everywhere and still is everywhere. Tipsy was one of those songs I had to look up to remember. And lest I sway Kent's vote. Oh, wait, I'm going to sway Kent's vote. I'm listening. Tipsy was featured in such songs <laughs> or such movies as White Chicks, Soul Plane, and Sisters. And Project X and This Is The End. Oh, yeah, I forgot about those two. Yeah. No, those were enough for me to not choose this song. It's a re- That was the club remix. Though, oh, so also, yeah. this is an ode to underage drinking, everybody. Dude, okay, so everybody. Jay Kwan was 17 when he recorded this song. And so like at the beginning... He says something like, I can't remember, it's like, uh, yeah, drinking, drinking is cool. bad. Yeah. Or something. He tries to put a message there at the beginning, but... I got a fake ID. Yeah. So I'm voting for Who Let the Dogs Out. Oh, wait, this is an easy choice. The legacy of Who Let the Dogs Out. So this is definitely is a impressive. case where maybe... I mean, longevity? I think Who Let the Dogs Out has more longevity. Perf- like that initial performance, though, as you mentioned, though, with the Billboard, it would have gone... Surprising. My vote really doesn't matter, obviously. Um, now, but, but... I will say, as far as impact for me personally... I said her body in the club and then finished it with something. Everyone knows it. All the time. Yeah. When I just I'd walk into work and be like, her body in the club getting tired. You were that, like something. You were that guy. I was that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is personally very influential to me. That said, yeah, I would also vote who let the dogs out. But thank you for that fun fact. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody in the club getting eliminated. <laughs> so it goes to who let the dogs out. Oh boy. <laughs> Okay, this is a fun matchup because I know that 
a song called Heaven is Gonna Win. So first <laughs> off, we have Heaven by Los Lonely Boys. Da. It's not good without the harmony. Mm-hmm. How far is heaven? Boo. Okay, versus Heaven by G.J. Sammy. Baby, you're all that I want. Boom, 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 when you're lying there in my arms. Finding it hard to believe. We're going to see the whole song. You're in heaven. Not but that, yeah, I was going to say. So the Heaven by D.J. Sammy and Yano featuring Doe. Mm, okay. You got all those names. DJ Sammy. We'll just and say that. Heavens by Los Lonely Boys. It's hard to talk about these two songs. <laughs> DJ Sammy version is a cover of Brian Adams. Very song, well known. Which is kind of this soft love ballad. Very well, old. So DJ Sammy. Eddie Vedder? He was born in the late 60s. And so like as he was listening to Brian Adams in the 80s, like that was his growing up. Yeah. And then 20 years after that. He makes this a popular song again. Yeah, because Brian Adams' song came out in 1983, and mm-hmm. DJ Sammy did Heaven in 2001. So a big gap there. And then you get Heaven by Los Lonely Boys. It's actually brothers, uh, Los Lonely Boys, Henry, Jojo, and Ringo Garza. They're they the just, band. They just don't spend a lot of time with people. So yeah. the Los Lonely Boys Heavens was number 16 on Billboard, and Heaven by DJ Sammy was number 8. By the way, uh, DJ Sammy has three studio albums, and Los Lonely Boys have eight studio albums. Los Lonely Boys have been around, actually, yeah. DJ Sammy's been around, like you said, since 1984. Yeah. And Los Lonely Boys have been around since 1996. It's just funny that these these bands are still around. Yeah, it's it's surprising. Los Lonely Boys, they were really successful at the time. Like, they were nominated for two Grammys for this song. And they uh, won uh, Best Pop Performance by a duo or group with vocal. Yeah. And they were nominated for Best New Artist. But lost to... Maroon 5. Who is in our other bracket. Yeah. So Los Lonely Boys, I feel maybe they're a little lonely because I'm leaving them out in the cold. They're not Los Lonely Men. They're Los Lonely Boys. Oh, this this will start a trend for me of songs that I heard endlessly on a loop uh, while listening to B98.7 B98.7. in Salt Lake, Utah, um, while I was working at my very first job in a restaurant that wasn't particularly busy. And so we had a lot of time to listen to music. And this so was one of the do? songs that played a lot. Which one? Los Lonely Boys. Okay. This okay. Heaven came out all the time. Well, it's a, it's good harmony. It's a peppy yeah. guitar riff. It was uh, you, at any and moment. It you're could voting be for that? Absolutely not. No. Okay. Uh, oh, DJ yeah. Sammy, Heaven. It's a really good song. Even uh, though it's it a cover. Well, well, the original is a good song, too. Yes. I, I actually, uh, I don't know if it's blaspheming, but I like this version better than the original. Blasphemous like so much. But and you're also going to find this about me. This is probably an early indication. Having lived in Europe for a couple years... I definitely have a taste for Euro trash or Euro pop or whatever you want to call it. So yeah. that's going to show that up on the list music, a few times. It gets my soul. Then. Yeah. So I Aqua? You love Aqua? I like Aqua. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And Toy Box. So yeah. <laughs> our winner is Heaven. Okay. And next up, we have Another Dumb Blonde. But I think it's time for you to find another dumb blonde. No? Nope. Oh, okay. Nope. And the catch-up song. I said, a hey, ha, hey, a hey, a to the hey, it is a mo, na, na, hobby, and the boogie, and the boogie, dee, dee. Those are the lyrics. Yes, they are. And I'm doing the dance moves. Oh. With the magic in his eyes, checking every girl in sight, grooving like he does the mambo. So Hoku only had one album. This is her only album. This is another dumb blonde. Hunter. And it was actually, uh, the song was featured on the Nickelodeon theatrical film Snow Day in 2000. Yeah, not Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. No, this <laughs> is the one with, oh, it's the one with uh, uh, Paul Walker. Eight Below. No, no, no that it's one. Harriet the Spy, guys. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's it's the whoever by the the way, girl that was in Harriet Hoku, the Spy. Hoku, her real name is Hoku Ho Clements. She's the daughter of Don Ho. Yeah, she is. Tiny Bubbles guy. What? Yes. 
Oh, now I know what I'm voting. <laughs> oh, now you and do? She's, I was going to say, she's Hawaiian, born on the island of Oahu. So, also the same singer as Perfect Day on Legally Blonde. That song I know. What? On this perfect day. So, Lost Ketchup? No idea what this song is. I will tell you what it is. I have no idea. I Joel's excited about ketchup. I've maybe heard this once in my life, and I went... This was as big a hit as it was. It's one of the highest selling singles of all time. Seven yeah. million copies sold. Only 54th on Billboard Hot 100, though. What is the song? So it, but that's, that's just it. So the whole song, Kent, is about this guy, who, this guy, man named Diego, who goes into a nightclub, and one of his DJs starts playing Rapper's Delight. How does Rapper's Delight go, Kent? I say hip. Hop, hip it to the hip hop. I said, hey, hop, oh no, hey, the hip to the hip that's on bum on the hobby and the boogie and the booty dee. It's like oh they my made, gosh, they it's made it rapper's delight. It's oh like a Spanish gosh. ABBA version of rapper's it's, delight. It's, no, it's honestly about a guy who goes into a club and starts singing rapper's my delight. My mind is, but he doesn't blown. speak the language, so he just speaks gibberish. <gasps> it is that to- is the song. It's totally rapper's delight. It is. Holy cow! And only that gentleman. <laughs> oh, is there more? There are also hidden demonic references throughout. Well, now I really like it. (laughs) Uh, People apparently have pointed to certain lyrics, which could be related to Satanism and heresy. There are like 17 versions of the lyrics of this song. What are you talking about? I'm just saying there's a part where, like, a serje could be broken into a serje, meaning a heretical being. I can't speak Spanish. Oh, this was on the Omen soundtrack, actually. It kind of could be. Y donde mas no cabe un alma, where there isn't room for a soul. Halloween's over, Joel. Stop it. Supposedly referring to hell. People have like picked out lyrics and said this is actually a satanic ritual in song. About ketchup. So Hoku got number 27 on Billboard Hot 100. So it outscored. Yes, it did, because the ketchup song only got 54. But it hit number one, and get this, 26 countries. What? Last ketchup did. Yeah. 26 Uh, countries. No, and that's the thing is I used to make all of these mixed CDs, mm-hmm. and Last Ketchup was one where I was like, this is so much fun. I don't know another Dumb Blonde. And so... Yeah, I- well, look, not knowing really either song, one is fun, and even though it's the one I don't know, the Ketchup song is the better song. Yeah, so you're voting for Ketchup? Yeah. I'm I, voting for Ketchup. I also vote for Ketchup. And so I the- rarely vote for Ketchup. A lot of agreement. Yeah. The winner is the Ketchup song. All right, next up we have Days Go By. Days go by, I still can't think, think of, of you. This is so good. I like instead of, I like how instead of adding clips, we're just going to sing it. People prefer it that way. Without you. Okay, versus Shake It. Shake, 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 shake it. By Metro Station. <laughs> By the way, this is like when you're watching those infomercials late at night and then the song the comes up and all you're hearing is us yelling at you. <laughs> yeah, Days uh, Go By by Dirty Vegas, so, by the way. I yeah, Dirty Vegas. That. This kind of introduced kind of trance music to the people. And it was the appropriate time. This was uh, released in 2001, so mm-hmm. right in the cusp. Because remember when electronic music, all your Euro trash stuff, yeah. was late 90s, early 2000s. Well, and this one became popular because it was in a Mitsubishi Eclipse ad. Yeah. It got played and people were like, what's, what's that song? In fact, it's kind of funny because it was a European thing. Mm-hmm. And then a Mitsubishi executive saw the music video for Days Go By and he said, that song, it sounds hypnotic. It sounds you know, energetic. I want that. So he found the rights and then put it on an American commercial. Wow. Awareness of Mitsubishi went up from 44% to 60% following the use of this song in their commercial. <laughs> That's so amazing. <laughs> wow. And then so, you get Metro Station. Yeah, Metro Station with Shake It. Uh, that was released near the end of the decade in 2008. It got number 10 on Billboard compared to number 14 for Dirty Vegas. So mm-hmm. beat it slightly, but also hit the top 10 for Australia, 
Austria, Canada, Germany, New Zealand, a well, bunch of countries. Shake It was also certified gold uh, and then double platinum as well. Yes. So it means a lot of sales is what that yeah. means. It's like over 2 million sales. Yeah. All right, Kent. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah, I'll go first on this one. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a song that's actually a blast to listen to. It doesn't sound like a one-hit wonder. Actually, neither of these do, really. No. But Metro Station is far more fun. Like, that is the one that I would like to listen to a lot. <sighs> but can't you just see yourself driving... Listening to Days Go By. I, I have chill music for that, and that wouldn't be on my list. All right, Zach, which one are you going for? I'm back and forth. I like, like, I also like the electronic music of like the late 90s and early 2000s. This one, though, isn't my favorite. Uh, there are others that I like better. So I, I think Shake It is, is really singable. So it's going to shake it? I'm going to Can I give a pity vote then to yeah. Days yeah. Go By? Because I, I think there's a good case to be made, but <sighs> I, enjoy I have it. more fun with Shake It. Yeah, as do I. The winner is. Shake It by Metro Station. Next up, we have Paper Planes by MIA. I fly like paper gear, high like plane. All I want to do is... Check your money. Take your money. <laughs> wow. wow. That's horrible. We got 32% whiter on that song. Offensive. Yeah, Versus all around the world. The kisses of the sun. Okay, we got back to normal. Yeah. Um, um, that, that's our that's our wheelhouse. Paper Planes is 2008 Around the World by is Mia. Is it MIA? MIA. MIA. And Around the World is uh, 2000 by ATC. Uh, a Touch of Class is what their name's. I see for. why you put these oh. together because it's an MIAATC. Yeah. It's <laughs> so good. You like to see how I pair I love it. I'm driven by words. So Paper Planes was released on the Slumdog Millionaire soundtrack and MIA's own CD. Eventually it was on the Slumdog Millionaire oh, soundtrack. Oh, it wasn't released just for that? No, no. It was a single first and then they actually, it, it was Pineapple Express. Yes, it was. Pineapple the Express was in the trailer, and that's what drew my attention to it, and that's where it came first. Mm-hmm. But then Danny Boyle, he'd actually heard it before that, and so he put it on the uh, Slumdog Billionaire soundtrack. The Paper Planes is all about her frustration with trying to get a work visa in the United States, and right. and what and how America perceives those trying to come over. And so it's kind of a bitter song. It talks about all we want to do is take your money and it has gunshots. In fact, it's kind of funny because there's a clean version mm-hmm. of the song. Like I remember like first time I looked it up, it's like uncensored version. I was like, oh, I don't know about that. But it was just the gun sounds were edited out on the censored version. Really? So it's the version that Jacob doesn't like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just adds in his own shotgun sounds. Sounds. Straight up gunfire. Yeah. Yeah. So Paper Planes was named as one of the best songs of the decade by NME, Pitchfork and Rolling Stone. It hit number four on Billboard, sold around five million copies. I remember when this song was big. MIA was like all over the Grammys that year. And then I I didn't see her ever again, I guess, because she's a one hit wonder. And then you have All Around the World by ATC. This hit number 28 on Billboard, but it hit number one in five other countries. So it feels like a more international song. But Around the World is also not a, an ATC original. The German band actually got it from the Russian hit Pesenka by Ruki Viver. <laughs> of course. Good for, job, There's an Joel. explanation by the other. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's the exact same song. Mm-hmm. Just They're speaking it in Russian and then uh, around the world took it and kind of made it a dance beat and made it English. Okay. But it's really, if you, go, if you listen to Pesenka, you'll hear the same exact song. It's kind of bizarre. So do you have a preference towards Paper Planes because of the Slumdog Millionaire thing? Definitely, although I liked it before that. In fact, so I really liked the song, and I had it playing on my iPod back in the day in the car mm-hmm. all the time, and I taught my little daughter, my, first, my firstborn daughter, 
I had her, like, we taught a dance to it in the car, and we shoot our guns up in the air when the guns would go off. And so her little tiny baby hand would go pew, 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 when the guns would That's go awesome. off. awesome. I tried to get her to do it tonight. We were listening to it, and she wouldn't do it. She's like, no, I'm almost 13 She's now, too cool so. for it. So I'm going to try to sell you guys on ATC because the band members of ATC, they met during a stage production of Cats. It in didn't fact, chart, Kent. What's that? It didn't chart. Yes, it did. Number 28 on Billboard. On Billboard Hot 100? Yeah. You sure? Mm-hmm. I'll check and on that when you tell your story. Yeah. So they played the characters Bombalorina, Mungo Jerry, Syllabub, and Monkustrap. You just pulled out names from Cats. Remember Mungo Jerry? And, and Rumple Teaser. teaser. <laughs> yes. So you're, uh, you're casting oh, you're right. your vote right there. there. All around the world. Kent's right. I know. No, not about that. I'm voting for Paper Planes. <laughs> oh, and it comes back to me. There are a few songs on this list that I actually can't even finish, and Paper Planes is one of them. <gasps> I really, really don't like it. You're knocking out my darling? I really my don't like it. My little baby song. girl shooting gun, finger guns That's in ador- the air? Actually, that almost <laughs> won it over, because that is adorable. <laughs> That's your darling. Teach him, you know, teaching your children about it's firearms Slumdog early. It's Millionaire, kids. I know, I agree. I like I'm it. Still, I've never seen it, so mm, sorry. Um, <sighs> la, 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 la is fun um both of these are pretty good uh if you crank them up loud in your car yeah but i uh you see the death eyes i'm giving i I, I, I do i'm ignoring them because i can't stand paper planes so i'm sorry around the world takes it Next up, we have All the Things She Said by Tattoo. All, all the things you said, all the things you said, running through my head, running through my head, running through my head. This wow. Is that was like, that was like creepy choir. Yeah, it was. Yeah, was other day day I love it. And then we have On the Way Down by Ryan Cabrera. On the way down, this is vanilla. <laughs> he doesn't say <laughs> it's vanilla, vanilla, but I saw you. So, I mean, all the things you said, Russian band, Russian duo. Came out they, in August 2002. Yeah, and then you got On the Way Down by Ryan Cabrera in 2004. Yeah. On the Way Down did beat in peak position on the Billboard Hot 100. It had 15, whereas All the Things She Said only had 20. Right. But All the Things She Said reached number one in 15 countries. It did. And outsold it by four times. And All the Things She Said, most of these, like, it's funny because, like, I look at the dates of activity of when they became a band. Most mm-hmm. of them say dash present, and I go... Really? really? Yeah. yeah. But all the uh, tattoo has 1999, 2011. They are well, done. If you're talking about things that are dated, tattoo was listed number eight on AOL's top 100 pop songs for the decade. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot oh. there, yeah. But they had six albums. Tattoo has six albums. And uh, Ryan Cabrera was more famous for dating Ashley Simpson than he was for this song. Oh, yeah. He's the one with the treasure troll hair. He has yeah. like the worst celebrity hair I've ever seen. Ashley Simpson. Uh, Jessica Simpson. That's right. That's right. Yep, yep, She's yep, yep, yep. Uh, lip synced on Saturday Night Live. Ah, yeah. yeah. In yeah. fact, she is in the music video. Oh, for On the Way Down? Yeah. But On the Way Down reached number four on the TRL countdown one week. Wow. Oh, <laughs> nice. First mention uh, of TRL. Backup vocals on On the Way Down are actually done by John Resnick, member of the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. He Basically, it's like, vocals. I like the Goo Goo Dolls. That's Ryan Cabrera's dad, I think, is Johnny Resnick. I think so. But I don't know On the Way Down. I've had to be reminded of it every time we've talked about it. Because it's one of those like nice sounding songs, and that's about it. I hear On the Way Down, and honestly, I don't know, it's just because the association with Goo Goo Dolls, but I think A Long Way Down by the Goo Goo Dolls. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I love that song. I listen to it. I'm like, this isn't that song. Yeah. Whereas All the Things She Said is actually a pretty cool song. It's audibly in- engaging. Like, this, there's something different about this it. This was a song that I watched on The Box all the time. Yeah. I bet you did. <laughs> hey, take it easy. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about <laughs> it's one of those uh, kind of like, ooh, risque. We'll talk about videos. why next round. Let's, yeah. let's okay. save that. To we'll next save round. it. But, so, so you're saying that you're just assuming that Tattoo's going to win this you one? You seem to have both voted for it, right? Yes, yes we did. Okay. Yes. And I would as well. I have listened to it three times. I still could not hum any of the, the song that I've already forgotten its name. 
mm-hmm. on the on way, way down. down. Yeah, it's yeah. dead. I don't understand how it's a hit. So moving on, all the things she said. Next up is Bulletproof from LaRue. This time, baby, I'll be Bulletproof. This time, I'll be. <laughs> Versus Handlebars by Flowbots. I can, I can ride my bike with no handlebars. No handlebars. No handlebars. Uh, Eric so did a good job. There are some guys. promises made in this song that I really would like him to fulfill. I am mad at you, Joel. Why? Because I love uh, both of these songs. How did I know that Handlebars is going to be like one of your favorites of all these? I bought this album for this song. Flowbots. Yeah, the Flowbots album. I bought the Flowbots album, regretted it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> it's like buying Len for Still My Sunshine. Yeah, I only bought the single. And it's a horrible only CD. Only buy the single. <laughs> Bulletproof came out in 2009. Handlebars came out in 2008. Bulletproof reached number eight on the Billboard Hot 100, whereas Handlebars only reached 37. Yes, but Handlebars got 16 million plays on MySpace.com, <laughs> so you should know that. I actually, Bulletproof did not really enter my... This sounds so sad. Don't say it. It didn't enter my... Tell Don't. Pitch Perfect. Oh, I knew you were going to say something Pitch stupid Perfect like that. Pitch Perfect brought it to my front of my mind like, that song was kind of catchy. Let me look that up. It actually, it doesn't feel all that old. Like no. it, it feels like it could have come out last year and no. been just as relevant. The dance mix. Flowbots does fit in this decade very well yeah i love handlebars i love that song but when i heard on this playlist last night i heard bulletproof i turned it way up and i listened to it three times straight you sang it while tears streamed down your face i was at intersections (laughs) and i I didn't even turn it down i was loving this and so i hate to do this i'm killing my darling (gasps) you're killing handlebars bulletproof's going through for me wow and I hate you for this, Joel. I you had an opportunity to mess with the bracket once I, I know, said it to but you guys. it has to happen sometime. I feel like handlebars. I, I, where are Flowbots based out of? Uh, are they American? Yeah, they are American. Yeah, it looks like it. Because I feel like it's a it's the way that they rap sounds kind of uh, like South London. Okay. Like it's got that okay. kind of vibe to it, and I really like. That I wonder vibe. if all their four studio albums have that same kind of vibe. I wonder. Ooh. Four. They have four wow. albums. I think that's a really cool song. But I've and it is cool. the The evolution of the song as it yeah. goes is fun. And it gets, just, I just want a car and faster and funner. Yeah, I just want a car that has sixty four miles to the gallon. That's what he promises in this in this song. But he didn't get elected. Oh, that's true. We can fix that. Yes. Are you fixing that, Zach? Vote tomorrow. What are you voting for? Oh, bulletproof is a darling. I I can't. I'm giving the bulletproof. Okay, a sweep. okay, it's, Thank it's a you. sweep. I, I, I are you hurts. begrudging? Are you no, begrudging? Handlebars is a novelty song. It is fun to listen to. But the music so is are kind of most weird. of these. Though. No, I know, but like, but but bulletproof against bulletproof though. Bullet, speaks bu- to your soul. Bulletproof is a song that I could put on any playlist at any time. Handlebars is a oh yeah uh, that fu- song funeral playlist. And I would do it. Yeah. Yeah. This time, for, baby. For a guy, for a gangster who got shot up and you played that at his funeral. How dare you? The mafia does not appreciate that, Zach. Oh, boy. We got to move on. And the winner is Bulletproof by LaRue. For our next matchup, we have Pop, Lock, and Drop It by Huey. Ahem. <clears throat> Toot that thing up, mommy, make it roll. No. Oh, goodness, no. <laughs> Once you pop, lock, drop it, no. girl, get low. I'm not going to keep going. Please Wait. pop, lock, and drop it. Yeah, pop, that's the one. Pop, lock, and drop please, it. Please. If, if your mama gave it to your baby girl, let it show. Oh, no. I'm now doing it like uh, Jeff Goldblum poetry. <laughs> 
Get the next song. Versus Crank That by Soldier Boy. You! Crank that Soldier Boy. You! Crank that Soldier Boy. You! Crank that Soldier Boy. Superman that ho. Yeah, watch me crank that Robocop. What is this song? No, Just okay, words. so that was it's words in a fun dance. This is one moments when I was like, I'm old. Because my little sister-in-law, mm-hmm. a wonderful person, and she was telling me about the song Soldier Boy, and I'm like, what is this? And she showed me the dance and played it and everything, and I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get it because it's so basic. Is that what you're saying? Well, it's just like it was it's like no electric slide. No, that's what I mean. Like, it, yeah. like other things I knew songs, I knew dances. And this one was the first one where I went, no, I'm an adult. I'm an old person. This doesn't make any sense to me. This is why I think this song is so iconic mm-hmm. and maybe has a legacy because there was a dance involved. It also has the steel pan riff, which is pretty nice. That little steel pen. That's true. Then you get pop, lock, and drop it. Uh, number six on Billboard, by the way. Yes. Came out in 2006, whereas Soldier Boy was 2007. Real close. Yeah. But yeah, Soldier Boy, seven weeks at number one. Number one. What? And Pop Lock and Drop It, it had a dance too, but obviously not as popular as Soldier Boy. It had instructions in the title for the dance. Yeah, Pop Lock and Drop It, which some people said it was debated whether it was the process of firing a handgun. Oh, probably. Hidden, maybe. Not no, it's hidden. all about if your mama gave it to you. The gun. <laughs> Baby girl, let it show. The gun. You put, okay. it, you put it in your, like, your belt. See, for, so cr- crank that was really popular uh, when I was in high school. So picture, like, we had, like, pep rallies, and the dance company is doing this. And it was, and everybody was in on it, and it was a huge thing. So I can tell Everybody in the club doing Soldier Boy. I I think the song's really catchy, but I was a part of some of that cultural phenomenon. So for me... When the Macarena came out, you were four, right? Mm -hmm. So so I was was still playing at dances? Yeah, well, I was doing the Macarena in elementary school. Okay. And I mean, it's the Macarena is still done now, having yeah. done DJ events. It's Soldier Boy. Uh, if you play it, um, people will still do it and still dance. Um, so for that, uh, Soldier Boy gets my vote. I think for the success of Soldier Boy and a legacy, I got to give it to him. That's even though I think the other one's a better song. Crank that. It's a sweep for Soldier Boy. Nice. Also known as Soldier Boy Tell Him. Soldier Boy name. Tell Him. Next up is Hey There, Delilah by Plain White Tees. Oh, it's what you do to me. Oh, what you do to me. That's the guy playing in the corner at a every party. Yeah. seems pretty far, but they've got planes and trains and cars. I could go all day. I actually know every word of that song. I'm really? sorry to say. Sorry it's to adorable. Say. Versus American Boy by Estelle and Kanye. Take me on a trip I'd like to go someday. Higher. Take me to New York. I'd like to see LA. There you go. American Boy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Higher. You're, you're directing my scene. No, because that's the thing about her voice is it's it's smooth and yeah, high. It's so, nice. so smooth. Um, so yeah, Hey There Delilah came out in 2006. American Boy by Estelle came out in 2008. Uh, hey There Delilah reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100, whereas American Boy only reached number nine. Yeah. And Hey There Delilah, a bonus track, by the way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. They have, Not meant to be an actual track on the they album. They have eight albums, Kent. And what? it is their biggest Play my for sure. Well, and here's the other thing. Uh, Utah shout out. Uh, it got, it's, I watched this clip of them playing at a concert. They said the first time they ever got played on the radio was in Utah. A Utah radio station oh, really? gave them a chance. And they said, you always hold a place in our heart because of that. In fact, there's a remix out there of Hey There Delilah where he says, what's it like, like in Salt Lake City Salt Lake rather than City. New York That's City? That's adorable. So you can yeah. hear that he does that for that, everybody. That local one, radio uh, stations. That one played on B98 a lot. So Hey There Delilah was on Playhouse Disney and Sesame Street with their own versions, whereas American Boy was written by Will I Am, John Legend, and Kanye West. Whoa. 
Yeah. <laughs> There's some legacy there. Yeah. Wait a minute. What kind of legacy? Let's uh, let's talk about Plain White Tees, though. That they had another hit, didn't they? Did they? One, no. two, three, four, at least. No, that's Feist. <laughs> well played. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're so proud. Whatever uh, that one was. You remember that song? No. Yeah. You don't remember because it didn't happen. It did. I Sorry. can look I can look up There's and see how many only times it turned. One thing to say three words. For Is that by you. them? I love you. Is that was plain white tees? I'll look. I'll see if he it charted. A, he has a cute little button nose, that, that lead singer. Well, I wonder where you were going with that. <laughs> I mean, I like the song, but I just don't know how much it, it, it's a well, one-hit wonder. Like some of these, I was going to say, some of these are one-hit wonders, meaning they got one big hit. Yeah. Uh, it looks like they did chart a couple times with one, two, three, four was 34th. Okay. So not n- not anywhere near. And they had a couple others, but nothing, nothing break to the top, top 25. Because they're, honestly, for, for like the mid 2000s sort of uh, singer, songwriter, pop rock sort of thing, they were, you know, a, a good example. And of our that. rules are a little fuzzy on the yeah. one hit wonder thing. That does make me want to take them out of the bracket, though. Yeah. Since they had a few other hits. Yeah, but I would rather take out American Boy. If I don't, my wife will kill me. Well, here's the thing. You have to remind people what American Boy sounds like. I had to remind myself a couple of times. I kept you thinking of American Boy. You don't with Hey Girl. There, Delilah. No. And Zach knows every word. Every word I know every single word. I, I, I need it it's like stated definitively. American Boy is a better song. I like it much, much more. But I, I do think that Plain White Tees matches up more with the time period. And like I said, it came on the radio so much. I knew every word only because of exposure. I never sought it out. So I'm voting Plain White Tees. Uh, hey okay. there, Delilah. Plain sweep. Wow. Hey there, Delilah. What's it like in New York City? I'm a thousand miles away, but girl. And we move into the next round where we have Flavor of the Week. Her boyfriend, he don't know anything about her. He's too stoned. Nintendo, I wish that I, wish I could the whole make song. her I don't just get into that. <laughs> by American Hi-Fi and Say Hey, I Love You by Michael Franti and Spearhead and a bunch of others. Say hey. The more I see, the less I know. I know. One thing, I love, love you. you. There we go. We got that. that was we spot got the on. last part, you guys. Spot on. Really good. So American Hi-Fi with Flavor of the Week. This was number 41. And Say Hey, I Love You was number 18. So beat it by quite a bit. Yeah. And Flavor of the Week, definitely more kind of that alternative pop punk sound almost. Mm-hmm. Say Hey, I Love You is more of the dance one you hear at like Disneyland. At yeah. The kids area. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. So uh, Flavor of the Week didn't have much success. It hit like top 100 in like three or four other countries, mm-hmm. but it's really kind of a U.S. song only. Oh, totally. Uh, Michael Franti, even though he's an American rapper and poet, it did have a little more success and was on the soundtracks for Ramona and Beezus, mm-hmm. The Backup Plan, Bucky Larson, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Chipwrecked, oh, and oh. Beverly Hills Chihuahua 3. I feel wow. like that's a strike against the song. Well, also uh, the writer of the song of Say Hey, I Love You said that he was staying over at Woody Harrelson's house. Woody Harrelson, mm-hmm. the actor, and he apparently was taking a shower and there was fog in the mirror and he wrote, he said he wrote the lyrics on the steam in the mirror on oh, the shower Gosh! and then he wrote, he called Woody Harrelson and was like, Woody called and said, how's the songwriting going? And he says, it's going great. I think I just wrote a hit song in the bathroom. And then Woody said without missing a beat, so is it a number one or a number two hit? Uh, <laughs> I'm 12. <laughs> So, so I actually hate the lyrics of Flavor of the Week because why? Th- this like, he's too stoned. Nintendo. It's like your mom's oh, like, you feel bad. Are you too stoned playing Nintendo? Mom, it's a PlayStation Four. Ken took it as a personal <laughs> attack because he's like, well, just because I'm playing Nintendo doesn't mean I'm not hanging out with girls, mom. I, I thought hey, it was. We I need th- a rhyme here. What too stoned Nintendo? <laughs> 
I it thought works. it was two stone, like the weight measurement in the UK. He's two stone. Yeah, stone. <laughs> That's what he needs to gain some weight then. <laughs> if it's only two stone, British weights. I That's like twenty eight pounds. By the way, hi-fi. <laughs> no, I love I love the message get of it, get it. It's, flavor of the week. Like as when I was weak. dating around that time, it was just like yeah, you know, the guy that gets the girls mistreating her. Yeah, and it's like I would treat you so much better. Don't you see that? I'm a better person. I can be better for you. Maybe he is playing Nintendo, so he's behind the times. Guys, and the boyfriend so is clever. a jerk. It's clever. Get it? And flavor, it's flavor, the flavor of the week. Flavor of the week. W-E-A-K. Like, but it's flavor of the week. I'm voting for flavor of the week because I think I legitimately like that song and have it on my playlist. I'm not I listen a, to it. I'm not a lyrics guy, so the song does go ahead, but I hate the lyrics. You're voting for it too? Yeah, I'm voting for flavor oh, of the so week. Oh, I feel bad. Say, hey, she's going to vote. Uh, I'll, I'll vote for it. I don't Thank like you. either, so... Sure. Say, hey, I love you. Gets my vote. Doesn't matter. All right. The winner is Flavor of the Week by American Hi-Fi. And we have Riding by Chameleon Air. They see me rolling. They hating. Patrolling and trying to catch me riding dirty. Trying to catch me riding dirty. Trying to catch me riding dirty. You're doing weird with the weird stuff. That's the only way I know this song. Is it really? <laughs> like, yeah. I really, that's why I love this song, because I was like, oh, it's it's like right nerdy. Versus Crush by David Archuleta. Do you ever think, well, we're all alone. Crazy, I'm falling in love. Anyway. Is it real or just another crush? Wow, we got to stop singing, guys. So bad. So many people have turned off the episode already. Okay, so Riding by Chameleon Air came out in 2006. Crush by David Archuleta came out in 2008. Riding got number one on Billboard. Crush? Somehow. Who's heard of David Archuleta outside Utah? Got number two on Billboard. No, here's the thing. People in Utah. People, listener is going to be mad. Our listeners are going to be mad that we're calling David Archuleta a one-hit wonder because they'll be like, we listen to his Christmas album every year in our house. <laughs> he was on the EFY soundtrack I have. <laughs> but chart-wise, it's basically Crush. That's his only hit. So And that was only right. And we all his... know that Jennifer Page made the real Crush, okay? He, well, he had two other hits that charted, but they were like 104 and 114. Like Nothing cracked the top 100. Yeah. And it was just the attention on him after American Idol. And Crush did get 2 million copies sold, whereas Chameleon Air Right in, by the way, often missaid as right and dirty. Yeah, it's, it's just, just right in. Sold four million copies, so double the amount there. I prefer white and nerdy. Well, of course you do. Well, but that's I'm, the thing. And With, it has to be said, like that. This song spawned, I think, one of Weird Al's very best songs in I White agree. and Nerdy. I would agree because one of the best videos. It's the only one that features Donny Osmond dancing in the background. <laughs> it does. And if any song is parodied by Weird Al, it's made an impact. Yeah, it's That's true. a good point. It actually is like a lot of musical artists take Weird Al Yankovic making a parody of their song as a badge of honor. And so he said, actually, uh, Chameleon Air, he said that he was really happy. He really enjoyed the Weird Al Yankovic's parody, and he was surprised by how well Weird Al Yankovic could rap. So, yeah, he did a great job. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Joel. I'm not a Weird Al fan, but I love the white and nerdy song enough to put Raiden through. <laughs> well, and also, here's the other thing. I actually wrote a parody for a crush back in this is back in the day. You knew this song? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And so I, I did a parody called Trash, <laughs> and it was about a, a roommate who didn't clean up after themselves and like all the stuff they'd leave behind, and you'd keep cleaning up on your roommate. And I wrote it, and I was actually, I submitted it to a place that didn't end up getting taken, but it's still, it's still out there. So you have an affinity for the song. I do. Yeah. The, but, yeah. but I don't know. I, I'm, I'm actually torn on this one. So I'd like to see what you guys. Oh, Raiden, for sure. I actually know Raiden. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll go crush because. It's, it's more fun to listen to, I think. It's, it's got a really good beat to it. I'll give the vote to the local boy. And, oh, win, and win some listener that's over. That's kind of you. 
I hate David Archuleta so what? much. I always no, did. No, 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 no. I was in you high school. You can hate his music, but don't hate I was, him. I'm the same age as him. It's his smile. So oh, it's one going, of those things. Oh, this kid. Like, oh, all the girls love David Archuleta. He's down Kinda the like street. like how we hated Leonardo DiCaprio back in the day. He's yeah. down the street at Murray High School, and everyone's fawning over him. I hated that whole thing. He's, got, so, a, he's got a smile I just like to punch, He's though. got a real punchable Stop thing. Stop it. He's a, a nice kid. Yeah, like too nice. Like creepy nice. No, he's a good like kid. Like bodies in your basement nice. No. Good kid. Uh, if you listen to the show, um, you're pretty cool. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> With that, we have Raiden by Chameleon Air. Moving on. They see me rolling. They hating. Patrolling and trying to kiss me right. Right next up, we have New Soul by Yale Name. <laughs> I'm a new soul. I came to this strange world, hoping I could learn a bit about how to give and take. Almost now persuaded me to, be, to buy an Apple computer. <laughs> you still need to buy one. They're so small. They fit in an envelope. Versus... Bad Day by Daniel Powder. So you had a bad day, you take it one down, you sang a sad song, and you turn it around. Oh, Our harmony of, is on point today, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. one of my, uh, another one of my B98 hits here. You can't ruin the song. It's already bad. What? 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 Oh, come okay, on. Okay, I so will stop you right there. I don't think it's a bad song. It's a bad song. No, it's not. Because no. this was back when I watched American Idol. And so it was nope. played after every elimination on season five, it is, it did, which was actually David Archuleta's season. It is not the song's it? fault that it's overplayed. Yeah. It's not the song's fault. But Kent will hold it against it. Nope. You may find that on Bacon Cell. Kent holds something. If, if something gets popular and overplayed, hmm. he hates it. Yes. He's right. <laughs> yeah, anyway. I, watch, mark my words. When Christopher Nolan becomes a big, huge Hollywood success, Kent will turn his back on him. He's, he's, <laughs> he's one of the biggest directors in all of Hollywood. I mean, when he goes mainstream. Oh, okay. No, this, it's a bad song. No, please tell me some facts. It's fun. Uh, no, so I, New Soul, really, I just, it was in the MacBook Air laptop commercial. It's where it gained popularity. Yeah. It's a quirky girl song. That's what it is. It's, it's the quirky girl song. Wow. That, well, the, the, what do they call it? Dream Pixie Girl. It's that. It's that. That's all Manic it is. Manic Pixie Dream Girl? Thank you. That's what it is. No. But Bad Day it's way more no speaks to people. And okay. Sometimes it spoke to people for a month and then they're like, oh. No, no, no. Everyone kind of relates like, yeah, I had a bad day too. And so you kind of relate to this guy. Nobody listens to this song if they have a bad day. This makes their day worse. No, it wouldn't. I like it. <laughs> Daniel Powder did a good job. Daniel uh, Powder. But here's where Daniel Powder screwed up. Okay. Because in 2006, Will Yankovic contacted him and said, hey, I'd like to do a parody of your song called Had a Bad Date. And talk about the terrible date that could happen. Mm-hmm. Daniel Powder said, no, I don't want that. Never mind. He just refused. Then later he came back to him and said, you know what? Go ahead and record it. And I told him, sorry, train left the station. I did white and nerdy instead. Wow. Oh, I'm so thankful. <laughs> but I'm not holding against Daniel Powder because I'm voting for bad day. I'm sorry. The first piano key on I'm a Newshole, that's all you need to hear. And yes, it transports you to a commercial. But that's how you're wearing horn rim glasses. Absolutely. And a, you know, cardigan. Yeah. And you're hanging out with Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. Exactly. But all you need to hear is, is that. And you realize how effective that marketing was. That song probably catapulted to Apple. Based yeah. on just the use of the There's commercial. There's a few songs, especially during the 2000s, uh, their iPod and uh, their MacBook commercials yeah. that really put all of these artists on the map. Also, the French government gave Yael Naim, they made her a knight of the Order des Arts et des Lettres <laughs> for that song. Pretty big deal. <laughs> so you're voting for New Soul? Yes. So it's back on me. Okay. Uh, like I said, I don't think it's the song's fault that people don't like it. I think it became popular for day. a reason. Bad day. I think New Soul is a great song. Uh, but I like, I actually honestly am persuaded by your point. I do think it is kind of just quirky girl, whatever music. So I'm going to yeah. go with Bad Day. 
Wow. Yeah. Keep in mind, we're Hopeful. not we're not calling Yelena a, a quirky girl. It's just no, kind of no. did. It's no, it's that type of music that, that you put on a movie when a quirky, when the manic pixie dream girl would show up. New, New Soul is a better song. It really yes. is. And it's again, you I would put it on. But the other now. one was a number one hit. So again. I kind of went against the success. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I'm never going to listen to Bad Day on purpose again. I will listen to New Soul on the way home. Tonight. I will listen to Bad right. Day the next time I had a bad day, which may be the end of this episode. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. Bad Day by Daniel Powder goes on. Because you had a bad day. You take it one down. You sing a sad song just to turn it on. Our next matchup is Are You Going to Be My Girl by Jet. So one, one, two, three. Tell me how to come with me because you look so fine that I really want to make you my Really tempo there, guys. Ah, that was really fast. We're trying to get through this, right? Yeah. Then you have Move Your Body by Nina Sky and Jabba. <laughs> move your body, girl. Make the fellas go. Solo move Wookie. your bodies, girl. <laughs> move your bodies? I don't Let know. the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> That's a different song. <laughs> yeah. So Are You Gonna Be My Girl came out in 2004. Australian rock did band. Move Your Body. Yeah, uh, Jet, Jet's an Australian band. Nina Sky, who sang Move Your Body. American Identical Twins. Really? How fun is that? And Movie Your Body was featured in 2012 film Zero Dark Thirty, Whoa. which doesn't fit. Remember that that amazing sound? <laughs> was it uh, soundtrack? Were they torturing somebody with it? No, clever. So, Are You Going to Be My Girl got number 29 on Billboard, and Movie Your Body got number four. In fact, I was surprised by this. I didn't really know Movie Your Body before starting this research. Mm-hmm. It is number 250 on Blender's 500 Greatest Songs Since You Were Born list. I don't really get it. What? But they gave it to that. Yeah. It's, a, it's a generic People dance really song. like it though. It's a beat with no and melody. It, and it's repeated lyrics as well. It just keeps going. I don't get it. I gotta go for I Gotta Be My Girl just for the mere fact that it's so much fun to sing. It's fun, rocking, it's well, great. I can sing. Oh, it's, uh, this is on, I think, I Rock Band as well. One of my favorite songs there. I have very strong memories of driving in a car with my friends in high school and we're just like windows down shouting this song. It is so fun. I love it. So, Are You Gonna Be My Girl by Jet moves on. Take my hand and come with me because you look so fine that I really want to make you mine. Now we have Headstrong by Trapped. Headstrong, I'll take you on. (laughs) (laughs) That's all we're doing. doing. Versus Paralyzer by Finger Eleven. I've been paralyzed, but I seem to be struck by you. I want to make you move because you're standing still. Why are we giving that more airtime? By the way, both. We get better as we go. You know that. Trapped and Finger Eleven have seven albums. And they both are one-hit wonders. Tra- Headstrong came out in 2002. Paralyzer came out in 2007. I hate Trapped for their name. It's T-R-A-P-T. I hate it. It's for Google reasons. <laughs> yeah, that's probably Finger true. Finger 11, though. What is that? Is that like the six-fingered man from Princess Bride? Yeah, I hate that I know as something well. you don't know. Billboard ranked Headstrong as the number one alternative rock song of the 2000s. Of the whole decade. That's what's crazy to me. Whereas Paralyzer was really successful. Sold two million copies. Um, they're Canadians, though. <laughs> what is <laughs> What? <laughs> that changes everything, uh, right? That's all I was going to say. The, the song comes from Finger Eleven's fourth album, Then Versus You Versus Me. Oh, uh-oh. Did I just invoke Bly Manor? Yes, you did. Am I going to be a ghost? <laughs> uh, and it was actually, uh, by the way, Paralyzer actually appeared on an episode of the reality show Scream Queens. Oh. Remember that one that we watched? Yeah. For sure. Matt's? Mm-hmm. Kind of weird. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. I got a weird feeling after you said that. Huh. So surprisingly, I thought Headstrong was a bigger song. It got number 16 on Billboard. Paralyzer got number six. Yeah. I'm indifferent to both of these songs. I actually don't like either of them. Uh, so I'm going to go first. I'm going to go for Paralyzer because it got higher on Billboard. Thank you. See, and I have to go for Headstrong only mm-hmm. because it's when that chorus come in, that... That's like a, a little more rocking. Yeah. Right. Whereas Paralyzer is kind of this jammy kind of, yeah. I don't know. I got to go for Headstrong. And see, I, uh, I'm 
exactly the opposite on that. Like, I feel like Headstrong is just a bad Linkin Park ripoff. What? Um, and uh, Paralyzer is one of the songs that came on a lot on the radio. I, I like it just fine. I don't think it's great, but I, I do like it. And so I always sing along to it. And I'm going to go with Paralyzer. <sighs> so Paralyzer by Finger Eleven moves on. And now we have Crazy for This Girl by Evan and Jaren. Would you look at her? She looks at me. She got me thinking about her constantly, but she don't know how I feel. Where'd you guys go on that one? You've got the lyrics written down on your computer, you I had to do that because otherwise we'd be like, I sang Flavor of the Week from memory. Oh, good job. Versus Absolutely Story of a Girl by Nine Days. This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. Why? Why? Tell me why, guys. Why that tune and those lyrics are so easy to remember. And all you need to hear is this. And then you're like, yeah, is the story of a girl like, you know, it I would get it's, this is I get the is in there. It's a signature like earworm. It really is. But why? What is it about that know. tune? Uh, but, uh, it's easy to sing, which is it, I don't know. It's weird. Crazy for this girl was featured on Dawson's Creek. Good for them. <laughs> and they do. And Evan and Jaron do have three albums, even though their band ended in 2008. They don't have a dash present. Evan and Jaren, it seems like it's like a family reunion. And Evan and Jaren are next, everybody. <laughs> they wrote a song for us called Crazy for This Girl. So interesting about Nine Days. They've been trying to make it big since the 90s. And record labels didn't really like their sound, I guess, which is too bad. And then they got this song, Story of a Girl, which everyone knows it somehow. And everyone wants to sing along, especially yeah. at the beginning. And then they, they don't know the lyrics later. It, but It was funny, though, because one of the singers, he's like, he was talking about his success and how they found it and they may not keep it. He says, if this all ends next week, I'll be able to get my truck fixed or get a new one. But if nothing else, at least we accomplished this. Good for him. <laughs> Good so for he him. realizes what they were. Are we all giving it to absolutely, absolutely. Story of a Girl? Absolutely. Story of a Girl. Yeah. This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. And while she looked so sad and and next we have I Try by Macy Gray. I try to say goodbye and I choke. Try to walk away and I stumble. Why are we all going to Smeagol? It's a very distinct voice there. Versus You're Beautiful by James Blunt. Beautiful. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. It's true. Zach, you brought You're Beautiful up. On this show multiple times. So why don't, you, why don't you start us off? Well, here? we already heard this song with Bad Day because this is the same song. No, earlier not. tonight off mic, no, I specifically mixed not. these two up. Mm-hmm. I've mixed these up for years. I hate You're Beautiful so much. It sounded like you were going to insult me and then you suddenly realized how good looking I was. <laughs> I hate You're Beautiful. <laughs> so Macy Gray, that song hit number five on Billboard. You're Beautiful, number one on Billboard, number one in 12 countries, sold over 6 million copies. He is the Coldplay. I hate to say it, the Coldplay Who of this is? one hit wonder, James Blunt. Oh, okay. I thought we were talking about I But tried. Coldplay has lots of yeah, mediocre but Of all these mediocre bands, he <laughs> is the Coldplay. Okay, fair enough. Whereas Macy Gray, I mean, I, when you guys said Macy Gray, I was like, I don't think she's a one hit wonder. I looked it up. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's charted. That was the only time she charted in, in like the US was I Try. And she, but she has 10 albums. She's <laughs> working since the 90s. Yes, but this one song. <laughs> I Try. This one song was good enough to get her into a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> and oh, and Training Day and Scary Movie 3, apparently. <laughs> like Cameos? Yeah. What? She was As herself in, she was in Scary them. Movie 3. Yes. I she's remember like, Scary Movie 3. I don't remember Training Day. Mm-hmm. She's oh, wow. performing in uh, in like Times Square or whatever in Spider-Man. And, <laughs> and like, why are you there? But performance-wise, I try hit number five. Your Beautiful is number one. 
Your beautiful has a stronger presence. It is the bigger song here. Gentlemen, I implore you to step beyond your petty hatred of the I, your beautiful and see it for the impact it had and still has. Hey, no need to bear your testimony. It's already gone ahead. Okay. It wins. On principle, I'm voting for I try. <laughs> so Your Beautiful by James Bunt will be mentioned on another episode of Bacon <laughs> We're sorry. You're beautiful. Wow, guys, we finally moved to the other side of the bracket. Speed it up. This is okay. Here we go. We're moving along. Next, we have Milkshake by my, Kellis. My milkshake brings all the boys, boys to the yard. And like that, that. It's better than yours. Wait a minute. <laughs> what? Did what? you ever think that would happen on Bacon Cell? I didn't think so. I'm feeling gross. With, with sass. Na, na, la, la, la. Versus He Loves You Not by Dream. No matter what you do, he's never going to be with you. He's into what nope. you got. Nothing. That he is that is a blank. He loves me. me. He loves, he loves you, you not. not. I like that. By dream. It is weird. That song. Like I, I, I was reading about it, and it said that it was number two, only held back by Destiny's Child and Independent Woman. Yeah. I know Independent Woman. I have no concept of He Loves You Not or Dream. I don't oh, know the band. You just know it because as the signs aliens music for the backing, where it's like what? <laughs> I did have that little kind of a weird yeah. clicking thing. Going it's on weird. Whereas everyone knows Milkshake. This one was number three on Billboard, sold over a million copies. But did everyone know Milkshake because it was a good song or because everyone was like, what is this? No, because it's all about attitude. That's why people know this song. Yeah. Written, I was going to say it was actually written and produced by Pharrell Williams and Chad Hugo, known as the Neptunes. Yeah, nice. This was offered to Britney Spears, but she rejected the song. And Mistake. then to Kellis. Well, yeah, because Britney Spears' career has really suffered after she didn't take <laughs> Milkshake. Who produced Dream, guys? This is Puffy. Is it? Yeah. He produced them and was going to make them the next big thing. They had five studio albums. This song sounds like a Styx song at the beginning. So yeah, kind of does. That's weird. The thing that bugs me the most about Milkshake <laughs> is the fact that she says, warm it up. Why on earth would you warm up a milkshake? That makes no sense. Joel, milkshake should be it's cold. A Joel, it's, it's, a, it's, not a, it's not about a No, milkshake. it's like she makes really good milkshake. Joel, Joel, She's, Joel, she works in an ice Joel, cream parlor Joel, and she makes milkshakes. Joel, Sesson nudity. <laughs> no yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually she has said that uh, the milkshake is a metaphor for something that makes women special she doesn't say what it is just it's it's, it's that it's, little it's, je ne sais quoi they're thick milkshakes if you catch my meaning wait i'm now i'm confused <laughs> i'm really confused now anyway do i have a milkshake <laughs> i had one earlier today <laughs> yes you did it was pistachio does joel have a milkshake i don't want to know no anyway no i'm obviously voting for milkshake because i, milkshake I have on. no concept of we dream. know it so Milkshake by Kellis moves on. Now we have Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus. Cause I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby. Joel, you picked a bold key to start that in. Wow. Versus This Is Why I'm Hot by Mims. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This, this is why, why this, this is why, this is why I'm hot. I'm hot because I'm fly. You I'm ain't because you not. Nice speed it up. We gotta go. We gotta go home. When I'm planes. So teenage what? dirtbag. <laughs> Something about being flying on a plane. Teenage dirtbag didn't ever make it to the Billboard Hot 100. No, but it had four weeks at number one in Australia, and it made it to number seven on the U.S. Alt Airplay charts. Whereas this is why I'm hot hit number one. How? On what the is this song? And okay, so one of the things that blew my mind, by the way, "Teenage Dirtbag," written by written by guitarist and vocalist my Brendan B. Brown. Noel. It's a dude singing that song, uh-huh. and they're singing it intentionally, kind of a higher register, kind of make it sound like a girl. Mm-hmm. But I honestly thought that was a girl that was singing that song all these years. I my mind was blown. 
Wait, just recently you found this out? I just found this out. You didn't know this back then? I didn't know. I thought it was a girl. Oh, wow. I didn't really know this song that well. This is this is a Black Hole song. Yeah. And it is about like Teenage Dirtbag's all about, you know, you're going to assume all these things about me being a teenager anyway. So, you know, just because I wear an ACDC shirt doesn't mean that I'm a devil worshiper. Do people outside the Bacon Cave actually know this is why I'm hot? Because I have no recollection of this I song. I do, only because a guy I used to work with uh, at BYU, he sang this song, and I thought he was being goofy, like making up a song, mm-hmm. a stupid song. Right. So we laughed about it, and then I thought it was a real song. And suddenly it became, this song became funny to me. This is why I'm hot, Did Success-wise, it should win. I know this song just fine. I think between the two, it's probably more of, this is a really bad matchup, guys. But I would probably, unfortunately, go with this is why I'm hot. Just because I do think it is a more successful song. Teenage Dirtbag feels like one of those things that, I don't know, like the, the fringe bowling for super fans listen to. <laughs> I, just, I, I don't get why. It's not, it doesn't seem like it's a hit at all. But it feels like a one-hit wonder. May- no, it feels like every stinking rock song. No, it stands no out. Way. No, it doesn't. Weedus stands out because they tried to Weedus. be something. Did you have your Weedus today? <laughs> yeah. And so I'm going with Teenage Dirtbag because it feels so relevant for 2000. What happens when Wilford Brimley eats uh, eats his breakfast? Diawetus. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kent. <laughs> why are I, you sorry? I have no real association of memory with Teenage Dirtbag. Mm-hmm. This is why I'm hot throws me back to the thousands. This is why I'm hot. That's I'm fine. I, for it. I'm not married to Teenage Dirtbag. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> All right. This is why I'm hot moves on. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. Now we have Collide by Howie Day. That's where you went? Even yeah. the best fall down sometimes. I can't hit that high. Even, Even the, the wrong words seem to right. James Blunt now? I had a bad day. All right. All right. Next one. Somehow fine. You Move and on. I collide. And All or Nothing by O-Town. Because I want it all. Oh, nothing at all. So manufactured no boy band. Oh, personally. Totally. Howie Day, who I actually thought was in the Backstreet Boys. They both have four studio albums, Hold on. by the way. I thought he was Howie from the Backstreet Boys. He's not? No, he's <laughs> not. Howie from he's the Backstreet not. Boys? He's not. Oh, no. In fact, that song, <laughs> Collide, was also written by him and the lead singer from Better Than Ezra. Yeah, and they have a London Session Orchestra playing background in Collide. So All or Nothing was funny because that was one where I went, this sounds like a wedding song. Mm-hmm. And it is. It, it was played at every wedding back in the 2001 era. And my, I played this, I was, like I said, I was playing this for my wife to see which ones she would know, the ones I kind of did wasn't familiar with. That one came on and she says, this is my favorite song. And I went, what? what? And she went, that I totally forgot about. Okay. Yeah. So she, but she listened to the whole thing and loved it. She really enjoyed it. And then I said, but it's against Collide. And I think Collide is going to win this one because I really like Collide. All or Nothing got number three on Billboard, whereas Collide got number 20. So think about that. Performance wise, definitely O-Town has, has the edge here. I think this is an interesting matchup because these songs both feel distinctly 90s to me. Like this really? feels like a 90s boy band and this feels like a 90s like singer-songwriter thing. A spin-off boy band. A solo artist, a boy band who well, became a solo not, artist. Yeah, not even that. It just feels like it would be in in a Reality Bites type movie. But listen, listen to me here. Collide was featured in uh, movies such as Friday Night Lights, or excuse me, TV shows such as Friday Night Lights, General Hospital, uh, it was also in Ghost Whisperer, Scrubs, ER, Bones, Cold Case, One Tree Hill, Grey's Anatomy, Joan of Arcadia. Does that not sound like 2000s to you? It does, but like seven of those 10 shows were really bad. But they're 2000s. You hear this and you're like, oh, yeah. Zach, what do you say? I'm going to go with this one's tough. I'm going back and thinking about listening to All or Nothing in junior high dances 
with my arms very <laughs> far stretched away from a, a female. And I think that scarring is going to have me vote for Collide. <laughs> it's the right choice. Yeah. Collide should go it's, ahead. It's a good... But All or Nothing, all or is, nothing is fun. No, it's, it's a, a manufactured boy band. It was made on a TV show. But I think I think it's fun yeah, it was on the for the wrong reasons, right? No, it was an X Factor. No, no, that was Westlife. It was Making the Band. Yeah, right. Making the Band. Oh, yeah. So Collide by Howie Day moves on. Now we have Start the Commotion by the Wise Guys. Get up, get up, put the body in motion. Get up, get up. Start the commotion. It's like a kind of a dancey rhythm yeah. song. Uh, then we have Breathless by the Coors. Go on, go on, make me breathless. <laughs> I always thought, feed me breakfast. We always sang Feed Me Breakfast. Feed you Me Breakfast. This, I was going to say, Breathless was huge in Portugal. Well, it was huge with missionaries that were serving in Portugal. Both songs are pretty equal. Start the Commotion was number 31, and Breathless was number 34. And, pretty uh, crazy. I was going to say, Coors have seven studio albums. Wise Guys only have two. And actually, Wise Guys came out in 1998. Mm-hmm. But once again, Mitsubishi to the rescue. They had a commercial in 2001 that made it chart in the top 40 of the Billboard Hot 100. And then it became like it charted again, like okay. years after it came out. Yeah, a lot of these songs are that way. It's kind of kind of interesting. All from commercials, back to the power yeah. of commercials. But so, Mitsubishi, a currently failing brand, huh? Breathless from this Irish pop rock group. It was a top twenty-five song in eighteen other countries other than the U.S. So it did spread around the world. It did. So this isn't Shania Twain. This is like classy Irish Shania Twain. I gotta okay. go for the chorus. Oh, absolutely. Are you serious? Yeah. Just like that. Just like that. You're you, voting out the Zoolander song. <laughs> the Zoolander no. song. The Zoolander song is waiting for you. Go, go. No, 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 no. This is the like at the very beginning where we're learning who Derek Zoolander is, and he's talking about all his different looks, and he's Save getting to make a Zoolander show. No, this is the better song. What are you doing? We're really breathless ahead. Breathless moves ahead. <laughs> All right, next we have The Boys of Summer by the Ataris. I saw a black flag sticker on a Cadillac. <laughs> it started with well, it's because they, they, they I changed can tell you, my love for you will, you will still be strong after the boys of summer have gone. Versus Girl Next Door. Small town homecoming she's queen. The she's the star queen. of the scene. There's uh, no way in the march tonight. She's, she's a cheerleader. cheerleader. I'm on the bleachers. Sitting in the no, 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 no. Same no. song. No. Better song. Boys of Summer hit number 20. Girl Next Door by Saving Jane. Number 31. I've never heard of Girl Next Door. People are going to get mad at us calling Atari's one hit wonders. Because a, a, a lot of the hipster oh, yeah. folks are going to be like, well, I love the Atari's. <laughs> they have five studio albums. I own all of them. Well, they are pretty good. Yeah, but this was their hit. Honestly, I like this better than the original. Really? I love this song. See, I, I almost like I love the original. It's Boys good. Of it's good. It's yeah. still like, it has that weird nostalgia for an era I never lived in. And I listen to this one, and it feels like okay, this is them trying to the, update it. The guitar specifically in the original, I think, is really iconic. Yeah. But uh, I think uh, the Atari's song is great. Girl Next Door is kind of trash. Yeah, uh, but Boys of Summer for sure. Girl Next Door should not have even been a one-hit wonder. I, it's extremely forgettable for it's me. It's 2005. I was well home and like into my college mm-hmm. years. You never knew it. I don't really know this. It was apparently better. it was in The Sims 2. Yeah. The Pets expansion pack. <laughs> but no, but sorry. I just want to hit her. She is the prom queen. Nothing. I'm in the marching band. So I got to go with Nobody? Boys of Summer. Yeah, Boys of Summer. Boys of Summer for sure. Now we have Wasting My Time by Default. 
Well, this is not for real. Afraid to feel. I just <laughs> hit the floor. Don't ask me more. You- Wasting my, my time. Why are you guys simultaneously doing the Heimlich maneuver on each other? <laughs> What's happening here? You just sing this, and it dislodges food. Versus yeah. A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. I miss you. And I need you. And now I want you. And I would walk fast, fast, fast. Yeah, that's all. Okay. Wasting Time came out in 2001. A Thousand Miles came in 2002. Once again, people are going to mad us for calling Vanessa Carlton a one hit wonder, but the chart isn't there. She's also not Michelle Branch, even though I think she is. So, Wasting My Time, number 13 on Billboard, Thousand Miles was number five. Eh, about the same time, 2001, 2002. I thought this was Nelly Furtado. Wasting so. My Time was produced by Chad Kroger. Just letting you know. And it sounds no like No wonder. It, like, I thought it was a Nickelback song. Yeah. And then it like, makes sense. Oh, Chad Kroger, Nickelback. This one's easy. It's thousand been a thousand miles. miles. Oh, totally. Oh, 100%. And I need you. And I miss you. Now we have Hit Em Up Style by Blue Cantrell. While he was scheming, I was beaming and the beamer just beaming. Can't believe that I cut my man cheating. <laughs> so I found a way to make him ever. <laughs> that's, that's the back end. <laughs> Gotta hit him up. <laughs> I had way too much fun with that. <laughs> Versus Right Now by SR71. Why? Why you always kick me when I'm high? Knock me down till we see Ida. I. So hit him up style number two for two weeks straight. Right now, was it never hit the top 100 billboard list, but it was number 38 on the mainstream rock tracks. Mm-hmm. And uh, 2001 for Hit 'Em Up Style Oops, uh, which is just a confusing name. I'm just going to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. And then 2000 for Right Now, which is it's weird. That was a Black Hole song, but it's definitely one that I knew when I, I got back. It was it. in the movies Loser and Dude, Where's My Car? And oh. Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. Yeah, wow. not, not good. <laughs> None of my favorite movies, but no. I don't know it from that. I actually had a friend make me a, a mixtape, a bunch of punk songs. Just because we're going quick, I think one song actually is memorable from this time. And for me, it's Hit 'Em Up, Hit em up Style. style. I'm voting for right now. Same reason yeah. for with Flavor of the Week. It's it's that angsty, totally. early college it years It fits for me. in the mall punk era, too. But I, I understand. Hit him up style, I think, is more... <laughs> it's something. I was beaming. And the beamer just... Oh, that beaming. Was, all right. Hit him up style. Oops. My blue contrail moves on. While he was beaming, I was beaming, and the beamer just beaming. Can't believe that I call my man cheating. Next, we have Look at Us by Serena Paris. Look at us, baby. Look at us now. Um, we need more enthusiasm. How about I believe in a thing called love by the darkness? Touching you, touching me, touching you. Touching you. I believe in a thing called love. Just a little bit of heart. We're suggesting you make it now. We're looking for the circles now. I believe in a thing called Okay. Well, um, I, I'm, I'm really wondering. It was where pretty. It was a really pretty version. Uh, look one. at us, uh, heavily auto-tuned. What's, and, what's uh, the vote? Well, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I believe the thing called love did not chart again. No, no, it wasn't eligible to chart. Apparently, they, what? They, apparently, well, it was that there was something about the length of it where they. That's mean. Oh, where is it? I have. Is it because it, right? it goes too falsetto, and they're like, "No, we can't. We can't." <laughs> no, allow okay. That. Only a small number of copies were printed, so it was ineligible to chart because of how much they, how many copies they had of it. Joel, here's why I think you should vote for Serena Paris, who had a number fifty nine uh, chart topper. I'm ready. Billboard says she is well poised to please fans of Eiffel sixty five <laughs> and Aqua and Sonique. Yeah, I know all three of those bands, <laughs> and I listened to all three of so those bands. Your vote's for Serena Paris. No, it's not. Uh, obviously, I'm going to vote for. I believe a thing called Love by the Darkness because that is so fun. It's to sing. so fun. It's it's a blast. 
That was really fun, guys. Right, that's the that. winner. Okay. I believe in a thing called love moves on. Now we have Crazy by Gnarls Barkley. I remember when. I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so special about that day. Even your emotions had an echo. I like how we all started. I think you're crazy. I think we're driving our listener crazy. Why do we deserve that? It's high. Versus Chicken Noodle Soup by Webstar. Chicken Noodle Soup. Chicken Noodle Soup. Chicken Noodle Soup with the soda on the side. Can we just Why do we sing time? it so low? That was a female singing Can that part. Can we just not waste time here? Because Chicken Noodle Soup, I don't know. This, I looked at the dance. It was stupid. Trash. The song is repetitive horribleness. Chicken Noodle Soup is delicious, especially with the soda on the side. <laughs> Crazy is a good song. Chicken Noodle Soup's terrible. Crazy yeah, let it rain. On. Clear it out, guys. Let's clear out the song. Crazy Please. goes on. Now we have Lips of an Angel by Hinder. My girl's in the next room. Sometimes I wish it was you. Who does that sound like? Uh, what am I doing there? I don't know. Now we have Here in Your Arms by Hello Goodbye. It's a I like where you are. Are you guys just scatting in your car? Uh, I like so. Hello, goodbye is an American power pop band. They hit number fourteen with that song. Whereas we have an American rock band with Hinder slash Stained number three with Lips of an Angel. Now, Lips of an Angel actually does like emotionally speak to me. It's this weird kind of a thing where this guy gets a call from his ex girlfriend, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Look, I have my girl in the other room, but it's really nice to hear your voice, and this is kind of weird, yeah. and I don't know what to do." But it's 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 a Hold weird on. kind of emotion. Is it about thing. an ex girlfriend? Yeah, I think so. I legitimately thought it was about his girlfriend that died. Oh wow! Like he was really? thinking like about he was thinking about his dead girlfriend while huh. he was with his current girlfriend. I thought he just wanted to kiss angels, <laughs> not Chris Angel. Chris, wanted to kiss, kiss Chris angels. angels. Uh, by the way, uh, let's tell you to come out to that 2006. As did Hello Goodbye. But Hello Goodbye. I had to keep getting reminded which song it was. But I'll tell you when that chorus kicked in. I didn't know any of the words, but I was still singing along with it. I'm gonna pull a Zach here. I could not finish the Hinder song. I what? had to skip yeah. it. It was hard. It's so bad. to get a minute and a half in. So you're saying you're voting for Hello Goodbye. For Here in Your Arms. Yes. Yeah. People don't know the band's name. Just give the song title. Yeah, name. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Here. In here for arms. me as well. You guys both in that? Yeah. I'll give the pity vote to Lips of an Angel just because it, it was number three on the Billboard Hot 100. Did well. Beating out Here in Your Arms, but Here in Your Arms is a funner song. So Here in Your Arms moves on. Now we have I Loved Her First by Heartland. I loved her first. I held her first. Wow. Versus Just the Girl by The Click Five. She's just Just the the girl girl I'm looking for. (laughs) I don't know the words. So Heartland is the only straight up country band on this list. Yeah. And it's a straight up country song. And it's also the only song on this list that made me cry. I knew it. Joel says... I listened to a song that made me cry today. I'm like, oh, is it the song about giving your daughter away at her wedding? Oh, my gosh. Not only that, guys. So this song, it was played at like every single wedding for Mm -hmm. the father-daughter dance. Yeah. And it feels like it was designed for that. It was. Manufactured for it. It was ours. My father-in-law dancing with my wife. And then I came in in the middle and danced with her the last part. So it has this already emotional attachment. And then I'm listening to the song, and my daughter walks in to like clean the mirrors in the room or something like that. And I just look at her, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, she's going to get married one day and leave me. 
and I was gone. You are going to cry. I was gone, guys. <laughs> you're you're going to cry at seven of the 900 weddings that you'll have I to do I almost for your cried kids. just talking about it. I'm a little bit crying right now thinking about oh, so, this. And I don't even have a daughter. So just the girl by the Click 5 did rank higher. Number 11 compared to number 34. It did. Click 5's no longer around. Uh, they ended in 2013. But this song, by the way, yeah. uh, was written by uh, songwriter Adam Schlesinger. From Fountains of Wayne. Yeah, Fountains of Wayne. He has a lot of uh, song influence. He is a legend. This is the highest single of his career. Yeah. Really? Isn't that crazy? And he did like stuff. He for, gave it away. Yeah, I was going to say he did that thing you do. Yeah. He wrote, that, he wrote that thing you do. Yeah, and like, the, this was his most charming. Wow. Kind of weird. I want to put it through. I want to put uh, uh, Just the Girl through just for Adam Schlesinger. But like, there's other Adam Schlesinger here on the list. So, thank goodness. Because uh, I'm, I'm voting for Heartland. I'm, I, I am literally, first. I have tears in my eyes right now. Just thinking I about Joel. I, lo- I loved her first. I don't even have a daughter. It's such a cute song. But it's manufactured it emotion. so manufactured. It is this so is like This is like the cotton candy, like this heavily manufactured Joel, sweetness. I took the challenge. It was like reading I Love You Forever. Oh, you I listened it? to this. <laughs> Did and you think thought, about your daughters? I thought about you crying. And I almost started crying. <laughs> you oh. didn't even think about your own two it's daughters. Like, <laughs> you, you hearing him explain that and yeah. Oh, yeah, I have daughters. They're going to get married someday. <laughs> Oh, no. Because <laughs> the whole song is about, you know, you, uh, marrying my daughter, I'm giving her away, but just know that I loved her first. It's so sad. But I, knew, I knew when you brought, uh, when uh, you came over that she was going to pick you. And yeah, it's like, I knew, I knew it was going to happen, but it's still very hard to get Oh, my <laughs> But this is kind of like the, I hope you dance. Like it's, oh, yeah. it's, Which it's I also really like. really cheesy, but it Sometimes does. Sometimes cheese is good. It tucks on those heartstrings, doesn't it? Cheese does. All right. I loved her first. Moves on. On Country Bacon Sale. Now we have Face Down by the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Do you feel like a man when you push her around? You guys went so high. Do you feel better now? Should we do the scream part? (laughs) (laughs) No, we shouldn't. It's too late. Versus Wherever You Will Go by the Collie. If I could, then I would. I'll go wherever you will go. Basically, it's the Frey meets Eddie Vedder at this point in that one. Way up high. So Face Down uh, by Red Jumpsuit Apparatus came out in 2006. Wherever You Will Go by The Calling came out in 2001. Face Down got number 24. Wherever You Will Go got number five. So Wherever You Go got higher, but I don't know. Well, look, Face Down was actually on the charts. Even though it didn't get to number one or anywhere near the top 10, it was on there for a year. It stuck around for a year. It did. It made this band feel like they were bigger than a one-hit wonder. And I, I was going to say, I have associations definitely with Face Down and the uh, 2000s. I, I think that wherever you will go stuck around because people didn't know it wasn't like a life house, like a life house or even a creed. Like yeah, the other, other more popular bands. They had three albums. Wow. But the red jumpsuit apparatus takes it. Face Down takes it. Yes. Face Down is. Sorry, I named the band, not the song. No Face, one knows the band. <laughs> Face Down is an awesome song. And for our next matchup, we bring in Butterfly by Crazy Town. Come, come my lady, come, come, come my lady. lady. You're my butterfly, butterfly sugar, sugar, baby. <laughs> and then Better Off Alone. Why do we sing it like our own remix? <laughs> better Off Alone by Alice DJ. Do, do you, you think, think you're better off alone? <laughs> what? What just happened? I still don't know what this song talk is. Talk to me. Ooh, talk you to me. You're better off. We, we're not. We sing it enough. Yeah. Butterfly, number one on Billboard, whereas Better Off Alone, number 27. Yeah. And yeah, Butterfly had better success 
overall, like top 10 in 12 other countries. Better Off Alone did very well, but top 10 in 10 other countries. See, both these songs I enjoy and listen to. I feel like the Euro dance track is the one that's going to get you. But one of them I feel guilty when I listen to, and that's Butterfly, because I'm like, oh, man, this is this is kind of a gross song. But that riff is so cool. At the it is. It feels like a montage riff, to though, a NBA. sample, right? That riff is Pretty Little Ditty from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's it. Yep. Oh, that's why well, I like it. They sampled oh. it. So but it's not even them originally, and it's kind of just a sleazy song. I like it. But it's sleazy. Better Off Alone was named one of the most redundant songs ever written, though. Yes, they actually they did. They actually put a computer scientist on it. They analyzed the lyrics of 15,000 Billboard Hot 100 hits for repetitiveness. And uh, Better Off Alone was found to be the most repetitive of the songs. And it goes ahead. About most repetitive songs of the 2000s, 15th overall. What did yeah. we vote? It's Better Off Alone. Better off, I don't even know this song yet, so that's cool. We sang it for We're you twice. Out Butterfly? Yeah. That is so 2000s. Oh, I thought no. For, I thought Wait. for sure I was doing a pity vote. Did you go Better Off Alone? Yes. Me too. Wow, my vote doesn't even matter, but I guess I'll go butterfly because I know that one. Come, diddy, come, come, diddy. <laughs> You're my butterfly. See ya, baby. Now we have every time we touch by Cascada. Because every time we touch, I get this feeling. And every time we kiss, I swear I can fly. Can't you feel my heart beat guys, fast? Guys, I want this to last. Speaking of fast. Need you by my side. Speaking of fast. By the way, she had six albums, that, wow. that one person. Versus Don't Trust Me, my 303. She wants to move. She wants to ditch me up. She wants to ditch me up. Shush, girl. No, no. Shut your lips. No. Do, Do the Helen Keller and, and talk with your hips. That would never fly today. <laughs> never. Never fly today. <laughs> but it's amazing. Even back then, what was it, 2008? I was like, what did I just hear? Like, can you say it's that? It's okay, but I love it so much. It's so wrong. By 303, but 30 exclamation three. Yeah. Hit number seven on Billboard. Every time we touch, got number 10 on Billboard. But every time we touch did go more kind of global, whereas Don't Trust Me, I think, was just limited to American. Yeah, about its uh, English-speaking countries. It was a top 10 hit in five other countries. Yeah, so obviously Europop with the Cascada thing going on there. I, I do enjoy that. The vocals for the song are provided by lead singer Natalie Horler. So I get a I brain cavity when I think of every time we touch too much. It's so rushed, and it's, it is Eurotrash that there are so many better Eurotrash songs we've already chosen. And Don't Trust Me is such a unique song for the time and memorable, especially for some of those lyrics. It's got a sleazy tone to it yeah, as well. But it's like this rap, rock, electronic music mix that just really works, and that's why it gets my vote. We uh, don't have a song like this. My pick is like the theme of my, uh, my sophomore year of high school. We sang this all the time, every time we touch. I love this song. No, don't put this on me. I love Joel. every time we touch. Both of these are <laughs> so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> every time we touch. Uh, don't Trust Me sold three feeling. and a half million copies. Much it more did. than every it time did. we touch. It did. And it charted higher. And I get that. It's the Europop we, versus... We cut out Butterfly. I know. I feel like we need to put this one through. But Don't Trust Me seemed like a lesser Butterfly. It seems like the juvenile version of Butterfly. It's one I'd way rather listen to, though. Wouldn't I know. You? Well, it's so much fun. I think yeah. that's the right choice, Joel. But the thing and is... I didn't make it. Okay. This is not easy for me. Okay. Because I love both. I shouldn't say love both these songs. Both these songs are kind of guilty pleasures for me. But one of them was a favorite when I worked uh, of the copywriters that worked together at Overstock. And so just for their vote alone, we listened to this so many times so nervous. at the workplace. I got to go with Don't Trust Me. Yeah. We would, oh. turn, yes. off, Thank we would you. turn off the lights and have a dance break <laughs> you would. during that song as we were writing. Wait, what kind of dance would you do in this? <laughs> just... 
Running Man. <laughs> as soon as I get to the freeway, I am turning every time we touch up so loud. Crank down those windows and, and enjoy just, it because I do enjoy that song. Guys, I feel bad. Uh, 303 is such a scuzzy band. Yeah, it's so good though. Okay, don't trust me. All one word, no apostrophe goes on. Now we have Smooth Criminal by Alien Ant Farm. Beef's a butthead. Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Eddie? And then The Way I Am by Ingrid Michaelson. Because Why we go so high? Why we go so high? And you take me the way I am. And Don't look at each other's eyes and see like that. <laughs> that we weird. meant it, Joel. <laughs> was, uh, we, yeah. So, so smooth criminal, like Alien Ant Farm. Can we take a minute? Like, I feel like this is a band that people still know the name of the band because of because that song. Of this song. There's no. I was gonna say, I own three Alien Ant Farm albums. Out of the five, <laughs> there are five. There are I'm five. gonna buy the other two. <laughs> I really like these guys. Oh, like unironically. And then, uh, so The Way I Am by Ingrid Michaelson actually became popular because of a Old Navy ads, Old Navy sweaters ads. But Number 37. I, so beautiful, Ken. It's a beautiful song. In Bongos, fact, I actually really like her albums as well. She has I, great Christmas music, too. I, I love Smooth Criminal as Michael Jackson. I You didn't like this version? No, it's fine. But like, if I'm going to listen to Smooth Criminal, I'm listening to the Michael Jackson version. This is a top 10 hit in 16 other countries and charted higher than the way I am. It did, but I'm voting for the way I am because okay. I think it's a smooth, I think it's a smooth mellow song and we may be leaning too heavily into the frantic angry songs. Weren't you just blasting Manic Pixie Dream Girls before? She's this, not Manic, this is not Manic Pixie Dream Girls. It's very similar. No, this is like Bossa Nova kind of, you know, smooth jazz kind of stuff. It's, it's funny you say smooth so much because smooth criminal is the right choice. I'll buy you rogue. Oh, yes, 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 no, Zach, no, all your hair. I love, I love it. I'm going the way I am. Yes, smooth criminal is so good, but I think that it's just like a rock song could have happened in the '90s, could happen today. It's it's a cover. I like me. We voted covers through heaven. Can I like me first in the gimme gimme as much as the next guy? But covers can only get you so far. We already. Mm. Mm. (laughs) You're gonna regret that argument. (laughs) Will. And with that, we are at our final matchup. For the Can first you round. believe it? I actually didn't clarify this at the beginning, and I'm sorry if you're going to be disappointed. Oh, we're only going through round one, boys. We're going through round one in this one. We'll finish the episode next time and declare an, an ultimate winner on the next episode. Yeah. Okay, now we have Inside Your Heaven by Bo Bice. Ah. Uh, Wanna be inside your heaven? I went way too far in the eye. <laughs> I probably, that sounds good to me. Yeah, uh, popular song clearly. Uh, and then this other one, Stacy's Mom by Fountains of Wayne. Stacy's mom has got it going on. She's all I want, and I waited for so long. Why Stacey, are we singing? Can't you see? You're just not, not the, the girl, girl for, for me. me. Wow, no. <laughs> I know it must be wrong. Why is it getting all slow all of a sudden? That's not in the song. I'm in love with Stacy's mom. mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Who are we? We don't even know the other song. Stacy's mom wins. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> really some, does. Tell no, me some fun facts. Bo Bice got number two. Number two on Billboard. He did. Number two. And Stacey's mom is only 21. Also, it feels really wrong to put Fountains of Wayne here because Adam Schlesinger has been so impactful for bands of the late yes. 90s and early 2000s. 
and has written many hits for them. Mm-hmm. And Fountains of Wayne just rocks. They just They're rock. Such a good band. So here's the funny the fun but fact: they don't, about, they don't chart. They don't right. have hits. Here, let me give some death rattle facts for uh, Inside Your Heaven here because it's not going to pass. I don't think. But uh, Carrie Underwood, Bo Bice, we're together in American Idol. Yeah, it's funny. We're we're in the two thousands. We're going to talk about American Idol multiple times. But they both recorded an Inside Your Heaven version, and they both released them around the same time. So who's was bigger? Well, that's what I was going to say. So Carrie Underwood won the season, mm-hmm. and she released her version as a single on June fourteenth, two thousand five. It debuted at number one on the U.S. Billboard Hot one hundred, where it remained for one, where it remained for seven weeks atop the charts. Bo Bice's version was released the following week on June 21st and peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot 100. Okay. Wow. Interesting. So Carrie Underwood's version sold 880,000 copies. Bo Bice's sold 401,000 copies. Hmm. So Carrie Underwood's may be the more popular version, but right. she's not a one-hit wonder. Right. Bo no, Bice's. she's had several hits. So huh. there you go. There's the death rattle fact. Okay. Thank you for that. But we know that we winner. know what we're yes. doing here. We're all voting for Stacy's mom because she's got it going on. She does. Stacy's mom goes on to the next round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't say it like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rachel there we Hunter. go. So there we you finished go. round one. Round one of the 2001 Hit Wonders bracket is complete. Let us know what you thought. If you were playing along at home, let us know how your bracket fared so far. And then let us know how your friends fared as well. Because we'd like to hear about that. Let yeah. us know on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're there talking to you when we're not, you know, dead. Yeah, exactly. Has that ever happened? happened? Weird. (laughs) But before we go, we'd like to thank our patrons. First, from the I Am The Listener category, it's Terry Finley, Sweet Bottom Cakes, Jessica Drought, Sean Sanquist, Scott Sprague, Kyler Loves Bacon Cell, Jennifer Kilkowski, Crew Dutler, Brayden Winterton, Babs, who I met in person, actually. Yes, you did. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Alicia Bass, Adrian Gray, Glow Clan Daniel, and introducing Plot Twist Media. Thank you. Check them out. And from the Bacon Council, we have Hailstorm. Chris Anderson, Ryan Farron, Stephen Ross, Mats, uh, Jessica Terry, Brian Matson, and the Reverse Listener. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, patrons. So we love you. And we like to thank you, patrons, because your patronage, what you give to Bacon Cell, helps us keep doing what we're doing, and we really do appreciate it. So thank you. Yeah. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 786Joel on Twitter, or you can find me performing with QuickWits. They perform every Saturday night live on Facebook for free during this quarantine time. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's ShowtimeShowdown.com. If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at TumblingMustard. But most importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale on all of social media. That's liking the page on Facebook and following on Twitter and Instagram at Bacon Sale. While you're doing that, you can swing by tpublic.com slash bacon sale. Get yourself some merch, like a fun hat, pillow, or t-shirt. And then if you'd like to support the show further, like we've talked about, you can go to patreon.com slash bacon sale. Support starts at just $3 a month where you can get the world famous mouth sounds cut. Mouth cut. But until next time, baby, we'll be bulletproof. about some sorts of candy. For I thought it was Baja Blast. <laughs> Yum. Toilet water no. music. I definitely have a taste for Euro trash. It's oh like a Spanish gosh. ABBA version of Rapper's it's, Delight. It's, shake, 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 shake it. I really hate to say it, Kent, but I think your episode was really re-listenable in a Nolan sort of way. 
We got 32% whiter on that song. Yeah, Bumble Arena, Mungo Jerry, Syllabub, and Monku Strap. Kids, right? I know. All the things you said, all the things you said, right into my head, right into my head, right into my head. Ah. He's the one with the treasure troll hair. This was a song that I watched on The Box all the time. Yeah. I bet you did. <laughs> hey, take it easy. How dare you? <laughs> the Mafia does not appreciate that, Zach. Toot the thing up, mommy, make it roll. No. Oh, goodness, no. <laughs> Once you pop, lock, drop, no. get low. <laughs> that one played on B98 a lot. No, I'm an adult. I'm an old person. This doesn't make any sense to me. I would rather take out American Boy. He's too stone, Nintendo. Same for the show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So is it a number one or a number two hit? <laughs> I'm 12. Are you too stoned playing Nintendo? Mom, it's a PlayStation 4. Just because I play Nintendo doesn't mean I'm not hanging out with girls, Mom. We listen to his Christmas album every year in our house. He was on the EFY soundtrack I have. Oh, all the girls love David Archuleta. Stop it. He's a, a nice kid. Yeah, like too nice. Like creepy nice. No, he's a good like kid. Like bodies in your basement nice. No. Daniel Powder did a good job. I hate your beautiful so much. It sounded like you were going to insult me, and then you suddenly realized how good looking I was. Sesame did <laughs> No! <laughs> yeah, they're thick milkshakes. You catch my meaning. Wait, I'm now I'm confused. <laughs> I'm really confused now. Wait. Do I have a milkshake? <laughs> I had one earlier today. Just because I wear an ACDC shirt doesn't mean that I'm a devil worshiper. I'm not married to a teenage dirtbag. Junior high dances with my arms very far stretched away from a, a female. Why are you guys simultaneously doing the Heimlich maneuver on each other? Welcome to Bacon Sale, where we talk about spousal abuse. I thought he just wanted to kiss angels. I love every time we touch. Oh boy. I love you. I love you so much. 